Hello all, this is the Ghidra's Podcast. Welcome to Sacred Space in Sacred Time, a place where we discuss tools and practices that heal your mind, body, and spirit. If you're looking to start your journey today, then you're in the right place. I'm Austin Freeman, and I'll be your host. Let's get started. Hey everyone, welcome to the Gaitra's Podcast. This is Austin here. So today I'm just going to be sharing with you some information about altar building and creating your own altar. Uh, the, I've used a couple of books from um, that I've read and also knowledge I've come across in my own studies and uh, wisdom that's been shared with me. So that's what we're going to be doing today. So for those of you who have set up an altar or would like to or just interested in the concept itself, this podcast is for you. So an altar, what the heck is it, right? So an altar is this sacred space. It is, it represents your, yourself. It represents your spirituality. It represents your connection to nature. Um, it's a space, a space holder for ceremonies. Um, and, and they're called, you know, mesa, an altar, um, you know, could be called either of those. And in most, in most traditions, the altar honors the direction, the cardinal directions, the directions of the compass. And in each portion of the altar has a different kind of energy, represents a different type of healing. So I would just want to share with you today um, kind of the basics of just setting one up. So something to remember that your altar is a living thing. It is a piece of art. So individuality is encouraged. Um, whatever feels right, you're more than welcome to do. So just keeping that in mind, it doesn't have to be uh, to the book on this. So that's kind of what an altar is. People use it in uh, magical workings. They use it in healings. Um, they use it for protection in their home. I mean, it's limitless. It, the altar is a combination of all the directions and all the energies and all the types of healing. And it's, it's in one spot for you to access and use. So when we start with our altar, we want to make sure that it's not for decoration, right? This is a sacred space and it's it's the things on it need to have purpose and meaning behind them. So this isn't a place for just odds and ends stuff. Now that doesn't mean it can't be messy because there's some altars that I have that I've used that I've seen that are beautiful, but there you know, there's candles and there's herbs everywhere, and that's okay as long as it's you know, it's yours and everything on there has a purpose and it has a, a not a duty, but a job, a job to do for you and for yourself and for whatever your goal is and your healing or your ritual. And just to, you know, come back to you, this should represent your personal beliefs. Your altar should represent your personal beliefs. It should be a mirror and a reflection straight back to you. Okay, so let's start with just the directions. So depending on, th on the tradition, there's going to be different directions. So 
they say if you can, altars should face north. If you can. Now, you know, some, so that's more like, uh, like Western, like North, um, Western traditions, uh, and, uh, Wiccan, witchcraft, Celtic, what, anything like that, that is more, uh, they say that it should face the North. Um, some Eastern religions and Lakota tribe, they say should face east towards the rising sun. So it's whatever feels good to you. So we'll start with the north direction. So the north, the northern direction on the altar, is the element of earth. Uh, the element of earth. So the element of earth represents Pachamama, Mother Earth itself. And the totem animal that usually resides here is like something that is close to the earth, like an anaconda, a snake of some sort, or some other type of life form that's the closest to the ground. And this place is a place of physical healing on your altar. So physical healing, the north represents that element of earth, Pachamama, and that the north represents earth in the Celtic. So, but in the Lakota, north is air. So just side note, you may see that um, difference. And then we'll move to the east. So to the right. And the east is the great spirit. It is the element of air. It's about spiritual healing and the energy of spirit. And the totem animal is usually some type of uh, a totem of air. So an eagle, for instance, or any kind of bird like that. So to the right, we have the east, which is the element of air, represents spiritual healing, the great spirit, connection, and usually that eagle totem. And then we'll, in, in, in Lakota, it's, fi it's a fire to the east. But in um, tradition I follow and um, what feels good to me is air. So then we come south. So south is the element of fire, and it represents father, son, father, son, and like S-U-N, <laughs> and it's the totem atom, animal of the jaguar, and this is a space of healing of the mind. So in Celtic, it's fire, <clears throat> in the Lakota tradition, this is where the earth element resides. So south, fire healing of the mind, the father, son, and jaguar animal totem. So that is the fire and that's south. And then to the left we have the west. And in both traditions this is the same. So it, or in, in most traditions this is the same and that is the water element. In Lakota and Celtic it is water. This represents grandmother moon. And usually a totem of the water itself. So, um, for instance, dolphin. And this is a place of heart healing, emotional healing on the altar. So then once we, you know, we move to west, which is the water, grandmother moon, heart healing. We move to the center. And the center can be, it's really personal. So... And for me, it's it's ether and it's and with a combination of the sound ohm. So depending on your tradition, that that will be different. I think someone said Oranamor, which is more Celtic, like that's one that's a primordial sound. Could be ohm, uh, ether for the element, 
there's there's many different options here. So for me, it's ether. Uh, no matter what you decide, it's usually a place of soul healing. So this middle world healing, it's a place uh, where we go to do work of this lifetime, this uh, this body that we're living in, this material world. So that is the middle and that's ether. And again, that is soul healing. So those are the four directions that and the four, the five really five different kind of energies that we kind of work with with our altar. So when you're going to set up an altar, the first thing that you want to you want to kind of think about is and we'll go through a, a little ceremony with it. But where do you want your space and why do you want it there? I've 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 uh, read that in uh, the place of the same room as the front door is great because it's protection. I've heard in your own little private area is great. Um, bedroom. So really, whatever feels really really good to you is where it should be. So you're going to find this space and then decide what kind of furniture you want to use. Desk, table, floor, whatever it is. And then the, the other thing is the altar cloth. And before we get into the actual things that come on the altar, I just want to say that this isn't something that, at least in my opinion, this isn't um, something that you can go out and just buy all the, all your altar things and then be done with it. I really believe that your altar pieces that represent the different directions will come to you in time and that you'll switch them out. So. You can go buy all your altar stuff and that's fine, but you may find something falls into your hands that is supposed to go there. So keeping that in mind, you know, could be something that's gifted or you found or you've come across in this crazy store that it shouldn't be there, but it is, and you know it's for your altar. So just keeping that in mind as we move through the items. Okay, so coming back to the altar cloth. So just a reminder that this this altar cloth is it's like your control panel it's the things that it's a th it's the thing that you will use to navigate the powers of the elements and the energies of them so something that is it's really special and that resonates with your um, spiritual paradigm uh, could be Celtic Native American etc etc so once you found your cloth and it feels good and it's exactly a representation of you then you want to require you want to acquire the different uh, artifacts that will be representing the different elements in your altar uh, just a little side note this is my own practice but I change my altar cloth out in my altar in some of the artifacts with each season depending on the season and what I want to bring in so like I said, your altar will will grow and it will change depending on the season in your life and what's happening and the things that come to you. Okay, so once we've gotten the altar cloth, we'll start with the artifacts. So we'll start with the north, which is the which is earth. That's what I'm saying for um, the tr traditions that I follow. And north is, is something that represents Mother Earth. So it could be a stone or a crystal. In my case, it's uh, a big pot of dirt with a plant in it. So something that represents earth to you. 
And remember, this is a place of physical healing. And then we'll move to the right, and that's going to be uh, the element air, so east. And they, re they recommend uh, a feather uh, for this, this artifact, or something that represents air. Could be an incense um, because of the smoke. I've also heard that if you put a vase with sand in it, um, so the air elements residing in the vase on top of the sand. You can also put your feather in the sand as well. And remembering this is representate this is representing the spirit world, the great spirit. So then we'll go south, so to the bottom, if we're looking at a compass, uh, to the element of fire. And of course, a candle works great here. I've also found. <clears throat> In my own practice, a white candle feels really good to me. Sometimes a red one. I'm not quite sure why, but I'm not arguing. So a white candle. And for me, that just represents like the purity of my intentions and of my mind and of my soul. So that's kind of why I like the uh, white candle. And that fire, remember, is healing of the mind. And then we'll go to the left, and that will be the west. And this is the element of water, and we will represent that with maybe uh, some shells or a shell or a bowl of water. And this represents healing uh, of emotion and heart healing. So you can do with either of those for the water element. And then for the middle, the middle should be your most sacred object, something that is near and dear right now that you're working on. And this, for me, the middle changes out, is changed out frequently because I'm always working on something new. So it's a precious item and it represents your spiritual path, where you're at right now, what you're working on. So middle, it's that ether, that soul healing, the middle world, and represents you, what you're doing right now. So those are the different uh, artifacts and the directions that they uh, go with and the kind of energies they hold and the powers that you'll be working with. So we want to, so we've got it all set up. We've got our artifacts, we've got our altar cloth, we've got our furniture, and we've got our space. So we want to, we want to maybe go through some activation stuff. So Creating that sacred space for your altar is really important. As we, as I've said before, it's a designated area. And you can sage or palo santo that area first before you put anything there. And then, um, the in, Lakota, in the Lakota tradition, they put Florida water in the center of the space before they build the altar. And they do this because it's said to satisfy the earth's thirst and gratitude for all she has offered us as her children. So that's what the Florida water represents. And then outlining the circle in cornmeal or outlining the sacred space, the designated area in cornmeal. And you'll do this in a circle form. And the reason for this is just remembering that the cycle of life, death, life, cycle, uh, new moon, full moon cycle, bringing that into your practice, knowing there's ups and downs, there's valleys and there's mountains. And then you'll do that, uh, yes, in a circle. 
And then from north to south, east to west, in a T, you will go through with tobacco. And while you do this, while you do this, just remembering that life begins and life ends and that your life in this body, in this time, will come to an end and that we only have so much time here to do our work and it also represents that space-time. So that is what the tobacco is for. And it's, So you have the circle and then in the circle you'll find that T from north to south and east to west. And then you'll take three bay leaves and you can write your prayers or your intentions of the space on the bay leaves or you can do it with rose leaves and you'll offer them right in the center of that and this is just a form of prayer a form of union of the space so this also represents all of the worlds coming together upper middle and lower world and all the dimensions and you can you know you can represent whatever you want on these three things you know love wisdom hard work um, you know strength whatever it is you can put on these and you put them right in the center and then with a snap of the fingers we'll seal that intention we'll seal the whole space and symbolize the completion of that ceremony of creating that sacred space for your altar. Now, um, once you've done this, you take a moment, maybe sit with it. You can burn those bay leaves or rose leaves, and you can take the Florida, well, um, or sorry, not the Florida water, <laughs> the cornmeal and the tobacco. You can pick it up and you can burn it later if you want or bury it in the earth. It's up to you. So then we've created our sacred space. And now we're going to activate our placeholders, our artifacts, our artifacts that we've chosen for the different directions. So first, I recommend saging in Palo Santo or Palo Santoing them and just smudging them, getting them clear of any residual energy that they've carried with them from where you got them. And then in tone, what they're going to be representing seven times. So you're going to speak into them. So say I have got my shells for my west direction for water for the healing of emotion and heart and whatever I, I could say all those things into it you know um, you'll represent the west healing you'll find you'll help in healings of the emotion and you'll represent the water element and you'll say that maybe you say that seven times and then you'll bring it to your lips and blow the a final prayer in and then snap of the fingers complete it symbolize your completion set it in its spot and then do this for all the other directions so the other four directions so you will smudge intone what they're representing seven times seven is a magical number and then bring to the lips blow that final pair in and then snap and then do that for the other directions as well so that's how we'll activate our placeholders and then we want to use our altar. Once we have it set up, the sacred space is good to go, the altar is good to go, then we'll want to use it. And I recommend anything else you add to it, definitely smudge it beforehand. So this, your altar should be a place of healing. It's a place that you want to spend time, spend time with, even if, you know, you want to connect with it. You want to get to know it and the energies and how they feel. 
So I recommend even 30 seconds, 10 seconds, 10 minutes, whatever you have, come in in the morning or at night, whatever serves you, sit with it. Just sit with it. Just look at it, be in its presence, and just sit with it. And I always try to do that like as a, as a morning ritual. So that's an offering. But there are, you know, you get to spend time with it, you get to know it, but then there you can use, you can use it to heal. A lot of people use it for their ceremonies and magical workings, place, you know, um, powerful things that they have casted uh, to hold space for, like that's true, but you can also use it for your own healing. So one thing you can do, it's called ritual clearing, and this is from the 2020 uh, Llewellyn's Magical Almanac is you can do this ritual clearing of dense or negative energy. And you'll take the placeholder. So say I would like healings of the heart and emotion, and that's in the West. So I'll, I'll grab that artifact and I'll sweep down the body with that artifact because it's so full, it's teeming with energy and of that. And so it will help me get rid of the ne negative dense energy of that whatever that healing is. In this case, it's West, so it's emotion and heart healing. And as you're sweeping down, you're just envisioning anything that is not good going down into the earth and being neutralized. She'll, she's, she'll take care of it for us. <coughs> so then you can do that with any of the other directions. You can use her physical healing for the North, you know, whatever. You can use it for healings of the mind. So that's ritual clearing. Ritual raising of empowerment is is when you want to increase or heal or bring forth more of whatever direction you're choosing. So, ritual raising of empowerment. Say I need I need some assistance with the emotion, or I need some strength in the physical body. I'm you know if I'm going for that physical body, I'll grab the north. And which is my plan, and I will sweep up the body, activating and raising that energy within myself. I also do the north if I need some grounding. So that is uh, a way that you can actually use your altar as well, is with those ritual clearing and ritual raising. So You can also, when you're doing those, you can also be really intentional with a specific, a specific uh, request. <coughs> like, if you are, you know, wanting more clarity in the mind, when you are sweeping up and raising that that energy, you're asking for clarity of the mind, clarity of the mind. So you can be really specific with those. So working with your altar can be really simple. It doesn't have to be like like the ritual clearing and raising. It doesn't have to be complicated, and remembering that it's an art form and this is an art. And there, there's really it's really intuitive and really individualized. You can use it for crystal gridding as well. You know, if you want more heart healing, you can go to the west and put a crystal grid there, or go to the north for physical. So you can use use those energies. They're filled with those healings. Again, you can use it for any kind of casting or rituals. And remembering that it's your spiritual foundation. It represents you. It is you. 
and it's going to change and it's going to grow. And I hope it does. I hope you change and I hope you grow. And you can also, like I said, change it with those seasons as well. So it's very, it's very helpful. <laughs> Sorry, my cat is walking. <laughs> it's very helpful to think of your altar as your foundation, your grounding place, your rock and to take care of it like it is that. So, you know, if you're having trouble finding, you know, foundation in your life, your spiritual life, all of the lives, then use this, take advantage of this altar as your foundation. Construct it in the way you want to be held and, and um, the way you want to be witnessed and how you want your life to be like. That's how you should construct construct it, and over time you'll you'll your altar will grow, and it will change, and that is okay. You can adjust until things are perfect. Like I said, you go out and buy all your altar stuff, and then find that things and the directions come to you one by one, and everybody will be different. Everyone will use it differently. And it's living, it's teeming with energy, so utmost respect for it. I think, I think that's all I wanted to say today. Oh wait, no, there's a couple more things. So, one thing that you might want to consider, depending on where you live, is the um, land spirits of where your altar is. If it's, if you're uh, outside, which... I'm not sure how many people's altars would be outside, but if it is, uh, you can ask the land spirits directly when you're working with that space. Uh, if not, you can go outside, do a little drumming, ask the land spirits if it's if if you know it's okay to put your altar in this space, if they have any suggestions for you, anything like that. So keep those land spirits in mind because they'll be an important part of that altar. Hmm. I really hope this was helpful and I hope it provides you with maybe a sense of security and foundation in your life and in your spiritual life and these these healings they apply to every every kind of person no matter race gender religion everybody needs to work on healings of the mind of their emotion physical healing spiritual healing soul healing so anybody can use this Hmm. I think that's all I wanted to say. Thank you guys for tuning in. I so appreciate it. If you could head on over and subscribe or share this podcast um, on your favorite social media plan. It just helps people, media account, it just helps people find us. If you would be so kind, maybe drop us a, a rating. That would be cool as well. Otherwise, have a fantastic day. And I'll see you guys on the other side as always. Namaste.